Hello, Phil Grimm's and Travelers. On a funny path of life. Here's practice time. And just a disclaimer, I have not pre-read that piece. Dans le Morvan et dans la partie de la Bourgogne qui s'étale à ses pieds du côté de Paris, ce vaincuit, reproché par la tonsard au père Fourchon, est un breuvage assez cher qui joue un grand rôle dans la vie des paysans et que savent faire plus ou moins bien les épiciers ou les limonadiers, là où il existe des cafés. Cette benoîte liqueur composée de vin choisi de sucre de cannelle et autres épices est préférable à tous les déguisements ou mélanges de l'eau de vie appelés ratafia. 107 ans, eau des braves, cassis, vespétro, esprit du soleil, etc., on retrouve le vaincu jusque sur les frontières de la France et de la Suisse, dans le Jura, dans les lieux sauvages où pénètrent quelques touristes sérieux, les aubergistes donnent sur la foi des commis voyageurs le nom de vin de Syracuse à ce produit industriel, excellent d'ailleurs, et qu'on est enchanté de payer trois ou quatre francs la bouteille par la fin canine qui se gagne à l'ascension des pics. Or, dans les mélanges Morvandio et Bourguignon, la plus légère douleur, le plus petit tressaillement de nerfs est un prétexte à vaincu. Les femmes, pendant, avant et après l'accouchement, y joignent des rôtis au sucre. Le vaincu a dévoré des fortunes de paysans. Aussi plus d'une fois ce séduisant liquide a-t-il nécessité des corrections maritales. Et il n'y a pas mèche, répondit Fourchon. Socar s'est toujours enfermé pour fabriquer son vin cuit. Il n'en a pas dit le secret à défunt sa femme. Il tire tout de Paris pour cette fabrique-là. Ne tourmente ton. Pardon, ton. Oh, 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 oh. I'm fading. Anywho, that's this one. Later, Gator. I guess here is another part two. De toutes les figures bourguignonnes, Vermichel vous eût semblé la plus bourguignonne. Le praticien n'était pas rouge mais écarlate. Sa face, comme certaines parties tropicales du globe, éclatait sur plusieurs points par de petits volcans desséchés qui dessinaient de ses mousses plates et vertes, appelées assez poétiquement par fourchon des fleurs de vin. Cette tête ardente dont les traits avaient été démesurément grossis par de continuelles ivresses paraissait cyclopéenne allumée du côté droit par une prunelle vive, éteinte de l'autre côté par un œil couvert d'une thé jaunâtre. Des cheveux roux toujours ébouriffés, une barbe semblable à celle de Judas, rendaient Vermichel aussi formidable en apparence qu'il était doux en réalité. Le nez en trompette ressemblait à un point d'interrogation auquel la bouche, excessivement fendue, paraissait toujours répondre, même quand elle ne s'ouvrait pas. Vermichel, homme de petite taille, portait des souliers ferrés, un pantalon de velours vert-bouteille, un vieux gilet rapetassé d'étoffes diverses qui paraissaient avoir été faits avec une courte pointe, une veste en gros drap bleu et un chapeau gris à large bord. Ce luxe imposé par la ville de Soulanges où Vermichel cumulait les fonctions de concierge de l'hôtel de ville, de tambour, de géolier, de ménétrier et de praticien était entretenu par Madame Vermichel, 
une terrible antagoniste de la philosophie rabelaisienne. Cette virago à moustache, large d'un mètre d'un poids de 120 kg et néanmoins agile, avait établi sa domination sur Vermichel qui, battu par elle pendant ses ivresses, la laissait encore faire quand il était à jeun. Aussi le père Fourchon disait-il en méprisant la tenue de Vermichel. C'est la livrée d'un esclave. Hello, Phil Grames and travelers on a funny path of life. Taking you on my uh, afternoon stroll. This one is called Camino del Calvario. So it's going to lead into a olive orchard. I had, uh, I guess it was, was it yesterday morning when I went there? And I do plan to go further now to kind of see where the trail leads. As I look to my right to cross Hamilena, there's a road leaving. And I was there this morning, actually, uh, on my run, just to get, just to get across town and to look for that road, which I did find, and which was nice. So my feet are getting used to the asphalt ran a little longer my calves uh, are feeling it but it felt very nice uh, to run so it, it was a little it's been a little uh, cooler today uh, sun hidden at times and uh, yeah ended up I didn't have lunch outside like I have since the beginning uh, and uh, yeah I kind of sheltered myself a little bit nothing wrong with that nothing wrong but now the sun is actually uh, I mean we are early I uh, I guess the nap wasn't as long as I thought but it was restful enough so I'm looking forward to uh, maybe a couple of hour walk that would be nice I had a thought earlier about argument. I think while I was running, actually, and uh, and being like, was there ever any argument that did not involve waste? And. Uh, I think not, actually. At the, what I would call the energetic level, it makes no sense to argue. You know, to one who had had the experience, no explanation is necessary, and to one who had not, none is possible. You know, oh my goodness. There's a car, another car, getting some Sunday traffic. And so, you know, the idea of convincing, the idea of defending, it's like, where does that come from? And for me, at least, I realize it's something that doesn't really serve me, that it's not worth it. Uh, 
Sometimes it may have like an outward appearance of apathy, but uh, <laughs> it's not. It's, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to some more opportunities to, to surrender into that or to really own that, better said, you know, instead of uh, making that stand. Stand for what? You know, what is there to defend? You know, and I'm not talking about your child. I'm not talking about your house. I'm talking about your idea or your sense of self. And I guess coming to term with what that means or why do that or why react. And do I still want to keep doing that? I guess that's one thing as you... uh, as you get older, in terms of what become priorities, I don't know for people, but I guess for me, a lot of what I considered very important is has been way, way, way delegated past. Sorry, that was a horrible sentence. It's been delegated in the background, basically. It's way gone. It's not that it's not important or not that it doesn't matter, but there are so many more different things that have not taken its place that I don't ever see the day where that will ever come back to the forefront though it's not impossible but it's like and uh, so that's one you know I remember feeling so strong so black and white when I was young and slowly slowly but surely that thought came in about you're full of shit, Anthony. That anyway, those arguments didn't have anything to do with <laughs> donkey. That is a loud donkey. Uh, that these arguments didn't have really any value. They were just a way to keep something energized. This idea. And it's not quite the same, I guess, when I am in solitude, you know, than when I am in company that becomes way more challenging sometimes to actually even keep the light of awareness upon it instead of becoming reactive and getting caught or actually, you know, or losing your presence so, yeah, looking forward to seeing a future when, when situations, you know Arise, ha, ha will choose to spin that one. One case in particular is, uh, you know, the sales call, the coldest sales call on the phone. You know, the last one I was at Pilar, <laughs> and this guy was, you know, it's like, yes, yeah, I'm not interested. And uh, so basically, of course, completely ignored what I said, you know, which is pretty typical of what they do. And, you know, and I just basically started to play a game. And then the guy was like, now you're starting to annoy me. Say, oh, that's amazing. I'm annoying you. <laughs> anyway, and he hung up on me. So one of my, my goals is to make those people hang up on me. Not me. But I think the new one is to maybe be... more gentle. And to maybe give them a little more space, you know, to express, instead of cutting them, 
It is pretty aggressive, actually. It is pretty aggressive. Anywho, something that I that I'm looking forward to play with. And you know, in terms of people otherwise, uh, my playground is a little sparse, you know. <laughs> I mean, my it is very sparse, you know, because I mean there is pillar, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Then it's going to be, you know, I guess new people when I either start walking the Camino or I walk my way to India, whichever comes first. And that I don't know, but you know, here it is relatively flat line in a hilly country. But you never know. You never know what can come up. So. I guess maybe I will practice that awareness while I can, you know. So one time to jolt will come. Uh, might be properly trained or better to benefit from it better. Instead of putting it in the same old vase with the same old stale water. Anyway, that's a random thought. So one of the things that I do when I take my, most of the time when I take a nap is put uh, a lecture of Ramdas. I've talked about him quite a bit. And I really like the one about the path of the heart. Uh, Just very, very, very interesting. You know, the idea of uh, loving impersonally or taking the specialness outside of it and just loving and being love and you know I don't know what I mean I hear what he's saying but I have not had that experience you know and then of course that brings a pillar in the limelight you know as I am uh, battling with that update you know about somebody that I love so much and uh, not able to put her in a mold of my uh, my well-established ideology around love. And somehow, you know, <laughs> that this, whatever you call it, connection, relationship, history, is still, you know, surviving strange update twists and turns in my life. Very, very interesting. So... Yeah, updating this idea of love or being in love or or how you view the person with whom you enter into that special place where you feel different than you normally do. And somehow with that person, you don't. And, and still, this one, I have no way to get around that because... What I feel when I'm with Pillar, and it's of course, it doesn't have the same intensity as before, you know, because there has been changes, you know, it has evolved. Uh, my understanding, there's been surrendering. I've talked about the grieving, eh, le duelo, el luto, uh, le deuil en français. So, you know, a lot has happened. 
But the fact remains, you know, the the physicality that that physical presence of that human being in my vicinity, you know, triggers, you know, engage something that nobody else does. And and again, it's like I'm not doing it. So a part of me is like, how am I supposed to do that differently when I am really passively reacting? It's it's not a choice, you know? If it was, I have no idea. Like, did I choose to love Pilar? Or was I compelled? You know, when I met her, and I still remember October 1st, when she walked down that street toward the Babel, Ho- Babel Hostel, you know, where I stayed. And, uh, <laughs> and she had jeans on and that colorful shirt in a warm uh, afternoon in the northern part of Sevilla. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I heard that. And that awkward first kiss, which is so interesting because I'm... Uh, I'm a relatively shy per anyway that doesn't matter i'm I'm digressing but uh <laughs> hmm I don't see a choice you know I hear what he says it's very interesting what he's saying you know I've never heard it being expounded in such a way. It is really actually fascinating on one hand. You know, there's like, ha, what an interesting picture is drawing about instead of being in love, being love. And instead of being one person, it's just, it's not limited to that. It's it's an interesting, a fascinating proposition. And I've heard about that concept, but the way, I don't know, the, the kind of detailing and the way it articulates the idea is just very, very enticing to me but you know when when then okay i put that podcast down you know and i go on my merry day and uh nothing's changed you know as far as i can tell nothing's changed in terms of uh almost the entire world that's a tall order. <laughs> I just... I just don't care. You know? Yeah, I don't love the rest of the world. I don't feel that. You know? So, we've heard that it's my heart and with the rest of the world, it's my mind. That's there. Not my heart. You know? Why is... I couldn't tell you, you know? I think in Texas, oh, of course it was Glenda, and I remember Reba, Kevin, it was Kevin, I really like Kevin, he just, uh, he was such an unreliable person, I'm not quite sure what kind of homework he was dealing with, but I really liked him, uh, lived in Harper, was in real estate, anyway, I really liked him, there was something, I don't know, warm about this soul that I felt, anywho. And, uh, but mostly it's been women. So, you know, after after almost... Uh, yeah, there's another car. 
Let me get out of the way here. I don't want to get that dust in my face. Um, yeah, after almost 24 years, you know. But even, you know, Riba, I mean, there was some interesting... Uh, oh, okay, it didn't come that far. Um, there were some interesting moments, but, you know, in the end, that faded away, far from the eyes, far from the heart. And, uh, you know, there was Debbie. And then... Uh, but that also, you know, it was like... Yeah, I could feel the death at the end. It was like, it didn't have that aliveness, you know. The culture was dying. You know. Then there was, uh, well, I mean, uh, Matthew was different because it was a... There was not a longer-term relationship, you know. It started in March, briefly, and then really in May... So for like about a month, a month and a half, really. And then there was the end of that. But yes, the rest of the people, if I am, I guess if I am in love, then people are different. Then my my experience of others is different. But if I don't, yeah, I'm really indifferent mostly for most people. In most cases, though I can appreciate, you know, I can empathize, you know, because life is suffering. Everybody. There's a story about this woman who loses a child and she goes around hauling a dead child in her arms and she's just losing it. And somebody leads her toward the Buddha and she goes to him and he's like, here's what she has to say. He's like, I can help you. All you have to do is... Go find four mustard seed in a family that had never had death visited it. And so she went from house to house and everywhere somebody had lost somebody and death was everywhere. And uh, she ended up going to bury a baby. She saw that light. Uh, also the the moral is different in that story here but uh, I mean I appreciate it everybody suffers you know I mean some are being physically brutally abused you know raped beaten psychologically tortured there's just so many so many so many things you know we do to each other that the environment you know nature life just the fact of being alive it's a heck of a condemnation, actually, when I look at it. But when I'm in love, and of course that's not going to be all the time, but it's different. There are moments where, I mean, my goodness, I remember with uh, with Pilar, we went to a birthday party, you know. And again, you know, the context is important, you know, the, a lot of the Spanish culture is m- way more social than, you know, than the American. Uh, well, I mean, there is some in the French, but still, I, I find it more. So it's something more in the DNA of people. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they are more social. It's just more part of the culture. It's just more something you do. I'm not sure that there is much mindfulness behind it. But anywho. So, you know, yeah, I, I went to be with her. I wanted to be with her, to, to, to feel her hand, you know, 
to be near her and uh, and again this idea about that feeling not be just linked to one person I don't know I have not had that expanding awareness you know maybe you know maybe that's where more powerful drugs come in like uh, LSD like mushrooms like DMT you know like flesh of the gods uh, MDMA I don't know because I'm neither am I looking for those things in the right context I'm definitely open for sure but uh, it's not something that I'm interested in actively pursuing shall we say so it's it's interesting it's not frustrating you know but it is I mean I guess I'll give that to, to Ramdas that it does make new thought possible different kind of a thought you know in terms of what's possible so maybe it's a similar effect that remembering some of my experiences about pot also the experience of it is way more powerful than the understanding way more so yeah no hay color aquí anyhow Speaking of Pilar, there's a possible chance that she might drop off uh, Run Run, her dog, while she's gone. I mean, a neighbor. There might be a neighbor, and well, like in the end, it doesn't matter anyway. It's whatever she wants. If she wants to bring it here, of course, and there, it's fine. But there's a possibility that uh, within the next two weekends, she might come over, come see her mother, and then uh, bring Run Run. And I am, I really am at peace. You know, I, uh, it's just interesting this process, you know, and I don't understand it either. You know, I don't still understand what this woman means in my life, you know, but she definitely rocks my world. I am a different person. I am a different person when in her company. Ah, could be a car coming up. This is nice. We're moving away from Hamilena and we are basically hugging those mountains here. Slowly walking up, inching our way up. Anywho. Hmm. I was thinking of uh, being quiet, but I think I'm going to play Interstellar as a soundtrack. Uh, oh my goodness, what's his name? Howard Zinn? Whatever his name is. Himmer. Himmer. <laughs> Himmer something, I forgot. Anyway, I really like some of his music. Hmm. Yeah, as I keep... Uh, I'm going to be walking for a while. It looks... Yeah, keep exploring, keep finding new uh, 
new pass. There's so much nature here. You know, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Anyway, friend, foes, loved ones, wishing you a beautiful Sunday wherever you are. And uh, until next time.